everybody, welcome back to SK Book Talk. In these days, good health is one of the best wishes to everybody. So people, please stay at home. Exercises keep positive vibes. And if you don't want to be bored, listen to our second episode together, okay? I don't know if you realize it, but actually, my neighbor is Carol King right now. Is it cool? Okay, let's get started chapter 2. Chapter 2 The U-Shaped Curve We've always learned that some things are good and some things are bad. Right? When you're growing up, you learn, oh, that's not good, don't eat that. A snail, a bug, etc. Vegetables are good, eat more. Spinach, broccoli, bitter melon. But, is everything always good? Are there things that are always bad? Malcolm talks about this concept of class sizes. We're taught that smaller classes are better for the students. But he's giving some examples, some research, where if it gets too small, it's actually bad. You don't have enough students interacting with each other. We're taught that having more money is a good thing. He talks about being rich and raising your kids when you have a lot of money, how it's actually very difficult. And he introduces the concept of U-shaped curve. It's actually a upside down U. It's sort of the same principle, but anyways, the idea is that something could be bad if you have too little. It could be good when you have just enough, and it could be bad when you have too much. Isn't what that say? they say? Everything in moderation? So for example, water is good, right? Yes. A lot of water is good. Well, a lot of people drink a lot of water. I know one friend, when we go out to eat, you might as well just sort of leave him the pitcher there because he will drink the whole pitcher. Yes, water is good. Drinking lots of water, uh, I'm not sure, but a pitcher every meal, okay, sure. But too much water is bad. There was a game they were having called Hold Your Pee for a Wii. It was when Nintendo Wiis had just come out, they are very hard to get, and a radio station was doing this promo and these ladies, or contestants, one happened to be a lady, had to drink a lot of water and not pee to try to win. One lady ended up dying. She drank too much water. She became hyponatremic and she ended up dying. Which is very unfortunate, right? But I think they never knew that. You could drink too much water. If you studied it, yes, it's obvious. But... If you didn't, water is good. More water is better, right? Money is good. More money is better. Oh, except Malcolm's not the first one to say that more money is bad. More money, more problem, right? It's a song that we all know from decades ago. 
And what he shows is, and we all know this as well, those of us who know people who grew up rich, if you grow up in a wealthy family, you end up not doing so well. I can tell you many examples. My friend, her boss, has a son in his 20s. Lives at home, free room, free board, free car when he wants to go around. Even though sometimes he complains about having to get the old Infiniti convertible, because it's old, he'd refer to a new car. They have a new electric vehicle. He's spoiled. He doesn't really work very much. Just works at a food establishment a little bit. My friend got him a job doing some volunteer work at the hospital, trying to transition to a full-time job, but he doesn't really show up on time, even though he's supposed to show up at 10 or 11. The problem is, why do you think he would work hard when he just has it free at home, right? Parents pay for a cell phone plan, or a smartphone, not a simple dumb phone. Need spending money, no problem. Parents want to make sure they support him with his new girlfriend. They don't want to harm their little child, right? And like the man in Malcolm's story, he's trying to figure out, you know, my dad taught me the value of hard work. He made me work hard, but my kids, they just simply don't know how to work hard. Will they ever learn? I think the question is rhetorical. The answer is no. If you look at the people I grew up with, you know, we didn't know that some people were richer than other people. Until my parents told me. There was one family who was quite wealthy. And I guess as a kid, you know, you could, a lot of times you just don't simply understand stuff. So this friend, you know, they lived in a normal house and then they moved to a bigger house in Laguna Hills. And then they moved to a house in Orange on top of the hill. And yet they were poor. That's what the kids said and that's what they truly believed. You know, he was saying how he didn't work so hard. He heard stories about how his mom worked so hard when she was studying. You know, she'd be falling asleep at night and so she'd take a bucket of cold water and put her feet in there so she would stay awake. Well, him, he just studies. He doesn't work that hard that he has to use a bucket of cold water to stay awake. When they had their big house, they, were, they would complain. It's just more rooms, more space to clean because they would have to do all the cleaning themselves, all the vacuuming. They didn't hire a maid. They had three kids, the older two. Until they finished high school, they never had any nice cars, just Toyotas like all the rest of us. But the family was quite wealthy, actually. And if you think about it, how could you not be wealthy when you own a big house on top of the hill? And the reason we know it's on top of the hill is one time we took our bikes here to go biking. And guess what? It's all downhill from there. They're at the very top of the hill, which made it very hard for one of our friends who didn't know how to bike. Because going downhill is wonderful, except if you're scared. And he was scared, right? Didn't have to worry about balance because you're going so fast, but he worried, what if he fell? A car would hit him. 
because it's a big hill, cars go pretty fast. But somehow the parents taught their kids a good work ethic. And these kids ended up working hard. One was a principal, probably the youngest principal ever at a school in New York by 26. His kids loved him. He did teach for America. He was a math teacher. His kids did very well. He worked harder than me, even though I was in medical school and in residency. We give them a cell phone number so if they had any problems, they could just call him and ask questions when they're doing their math homework. He slept four to five hours a night. All his time was spent teaching his kids. But guess what? It was easier for him than me because he grew up working hard, even though he came from a rich family. But his parents didn't tell him they were rich. His parents told him, in fact, that they couldn't afford this, they couldn't afford that. They were not rich. I talked to my friend, because a lot of us are richer now. Our parents were immigrants. Some of them did okay, some did not do so well. A lot of us are doing better, right? We're in the medical field. We're gonna have somebody when we grow up. How do we raise our kids? And when you have the biggest house in the neighborhood, is your kid gonna learn the value of working hard? Why would they have to work hard when daddy has lots of money? Daddy will just provide for them, right? That's the problem with too much money. When you're on the far end of the curve, when that you, the inverted you, starts going down, it becomes a bad thing again. And it's because there's another U-shaped curve. A true you. That's off-shifted from this curve. And that's that some suffering is good. Suffering is also on a curve. It starts being bad. Then goes the good. Then goes the bad. Very little suffering is actually a bad thing. One person was writing about rich children growing up in New York City. These are people who went to the elitist schools. Five-year-olds who are already very well educated probably better than most public school eight-year-olds. And what the person found, the researcher, was that even at the age of five, these kids would be afraid to try new things. Five years old, because they already had stuff they were good at, and they didn't want to do stuff they weren't good at because they might fail. At this early age, they already learned that. Wow. But it's good to undergo failure early in life. It teaches you, it trains you. You have to get used to it because you're going to encounter it. 
that's sort of just reality, right? It's going to have some suffering growing up. Not to have a perfectly good childhood. Because later in life, you're going to have suffering. You have to learn how to deal with it. The two people I know that are the most, the kindest people, have a brother who's autistic. They learn to deal with him. And that's why they're so kind and caring. On the other hand, too much suffering is bad. Being tortured and tortured and tortured. Most people break. I don't think it's a good thing. But suffering is also a U-shaped curve. Why? Well, because U-shaped curves aren't just for good things, like food, like money. They're also for bad things. Good or bad is not dependent on the thing. It's dependent on the quantity, how much of it you have. And I've, I've realized about experience, there's no such thing as a good or a bad experience. If you learn from it, then it's a good experience. End of chapter two.